All right. Hello and welcome everybody to the Next Level Quad Pod. I'm your host, Coach Greg, and I'm joined tonight by our co-hosts, Marilyn, James, and Rich. What's up, guys? What's up? Hello. Hey. And we have a good one for you today. We've got, uh, as James coined it, the Godfather on the show tonight. We got, <laughs> Is that what I'm called? <laughs> we, we've got uh, Dr. Jerry Yu. Jerry, thanks for joining us. How you doing, man? I'm great, and it's a pleasure to be on this, uh, I guess, cross-pollinating sort of crossover event. Crossover event. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Collaboration. 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 We wanted you to have you on since the beginning, but we uh, needed to kind of get our bearings and understand how to do this. So we put out a good product when we had you on finally. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I, I love uh, the show. So I'm excited to be on. Oh, wow. Awesome. Are, are you yeah. a subscriber? First time, long time. Oh, I am. Of course first, I am. First time, Please. long time. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, Jerry happens to be back up in the New Jersey area. He's normally down in uh, Cary, North Carolina, right? Yes. <clears throat> so starting some next level branches down there. How's that stuff going? You guys are... Overall, it's going well. Uh, we connected with the right people to be able to get that thing going. Yeah. And uh, one of my superpowers is being able to get people to who are like-minded uh, wanting to kind of partner with us in different things. So that was a critical part of getting those uh, offices up and running. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that is definitely your superpower. We got some <laughs> questions about that later. Oh, yep. <clears throat> it's but not just one. Not just one. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we thought we'd start with rapid fire, which is always a great icebreaker. So uh, the rules for rapid fire are there no are no rules. Uh-huh. We're just going to go around. You you give us the first thoughts that come to mind. They don't have to be they don't have to be short answers. Um but they should be the first thing that comes to mind. Oh, yeah. man. So, so Yeah, don't go into deep thought. Just, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to throw you some softballs to start. Oh, um, kind. But favorite type of exercise, Jerry? Kettlebells. Kettlebells. Mm. Cool. Would you rather fly or have super strength? Super strength. You already have super yes. strength. Right? <laughs> okay, I'll fly. Can I fly with super strength? No. One or the other. Okay. No, you're going to be like the skinny, like, weakling, but you could fly. But you could fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So super strength? Super strength. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so much rapid fire. Do you eat gummy bears one at a time or a bunch at a time? Bunch at a time. <gasps> yeah, good job, Jerry. Well, right can, 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 what's a bunch? You grab a handful. Five, right. six at a time. Don't yes. answer for him. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Do you? you people it's not a rapid weird. fire to you. <laughs> Wait, I have to ask a follow-up question. Oh, no. Do you bite the heads off and then mismatch the <laughs> color bodies and reattach them with the saliva? I have never heard of that. What? Are you I don't. kidding me? Oh, oh my gosh. No. Wait, is that what you do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, mean, I, I did it when that I was a kid. Is so... And here's his superpower. He does it in his mouth while he grabs the handful and throws it in. You do it all in your mouth and then you put Amazing. them together. He's like the person who we ties the cherry stems with an anon. I want to see this in action, James. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right. Next, what is your hidden talent? I can move my ears. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take let's your headphones say, off and say, let's, let's see let's it. Say. Oh, you can. <laughs> oh, I didn't expect him to move that much. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it'd be one of those where, like, she, James says, is like, trying I have, to I have a follow up question. <laughs> James is trying Greg. to move him. <laughs> I, don't no, I don't think so. I don't think so. No. <laughs> Does it make you swim faster? Where's, where's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> Which one? Trombone? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fail. In my head, I am. Um, uh, we get He's deep quick. <laughs> Who inspires you? You don't have to say any of us, you know, so there's no, pre- <laughs> no pressure with that. Besides it can be us. somebody else. Does it have to be one person? No. Um, no. 
I would say no. uh, my mastermind group, uh, a bunch of other uh, PT business owners who really it's called pers- the it's called the mastermind group. It is a mastermind, oh. yeah. Oh. Like yeah. evil mastermind. I was g- it's like superheroes. It's like Fantastic Four, the Avengers, <laughs> yeah. the mastermind. Quad pod. <laughs> <The> qu- <laughs> Fifteen uh, very dedicated and uh, super um, talented uh, PT practice owners who uh, we just always push each other to just be greater at what we do for the people that we serve. How did you guys come together? Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a business coach who, his name is Paul Go, um, and Golf. Thank you, Paul Goff. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Through uh, his mentorship, uh, basically have uh, several groups together that do this. And uh, just high-quality people that I um, really respect and really helped push me to become better at what I do. Awesome. That's amazing. I have a deep one, too. What's your favorite ice cream flavor? Mm-hmm. Oh God, there so is a wrong answer to this one. <laughs> <laughs> My, it starts with a V. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say the V, although that is one. I would say my favorite go-to is like a Java chip. Mm. Oh, man, Fancy place called, um, Yeah. Uh, actually, Java, uh, that one. And actually, no, I'm sorry. The 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 most the favorite one I, I go to often is down in in North Carolina. It's a homemade ice cream place called Andia's. Unbelievable. But they have this ridiculous um, like uh, Oreo cappuccino. Mm. Oh my god! That Do they good. sponsor <laughs> triathlon teams? <laughs> they don't. <laughs> I will inquire. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Would you rather go into the past and meet your ancestors or go into the future and meet your great, great grandchildren? Future. <laughs> oh, okay. Huh. Um, what do I would you rather hear the good news or the bad news first? Bad news. All right. So the bad news is. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make payroll this week. Oh, that's, right. yeah. that's great. Thanks. Thanks, James. <laughs> Would would you rather be the star player on a losing basketball team or ride the bench on a winning one? Ride the bench. Okay. Mm. Mm. Okay. Would you rather eat pizza or ice cream as the only food for eternity? Given that I'm lactose intolerant. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like a lose <laughs> lose. It's a I know. Lose, lose. Oh. I'd have Gosh, to. That oh, is that's a tough one. What if you, okay, what if you weren't lactose intolerant? No, no, no. Pizza. no, no, no. He's got to have the diarrhea. It always goes back to diarrhea. <laughs> it's great. It's great. It's an impossible choice. <laughs> Does anybody have to be around him for that? <laughs> for eternity? That would be. <laughs> is this I heaven or hell? You get to eat pizza or ice cream for the rest of your life. <laughs> Sorry, honey. <laughs> what did you say? Was he didn't. Pe- pizza? He pizza. Said pizza. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, where are we? What do you miss the most about New Jersey? The food. Yeah. Mm. Oh my gosh. Right Hands into. Down. Can you be more specific? Is it the bagels? <laughs> I was going to say it's, it should <laughs> be the bagels. Right? <laughs> Wait, I don't even know why they're called bagels in North Carolina because yeah. they're not. I don't know what they are, but oh, they're boy. not. Bagels. Oh boy. It's That's basically eating. They're like bagel product. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's called bagel product. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was going to say, well, what food do you miss the most from New Jersey? I think I the Korean food, either. actually. Korean food. Because the Korean food down there is below average. I, I have to say, it's uh, we go there if out of necessity, if we have to. Mm. But we'd rather just make it at home now. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. 5K all out or a marathon? 5K all out. Mm. Would you rather look like Jar Jar Binks or talk like Jar Jar Binks? Can you guess who came up with that one? Talk. 
Yeah, we all look like Jar Jar. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Would you, I didn't see this one. Would you rather have no mouth or no nose? <laughs> That's an improvement on what it used to be. Oh my God. Yeah. That is an improvement. No nose. No nose. Yeah. I think that's the right answer. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you'd look like Voldemort, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. But then all, I mean, you love to eat. Yeah, Most, I know. I mean, you can eat, but you oh, won't taste anything. Plus, it communicate, though. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. how do you eat if you have no mouth? I know. That's really sad. But I mean, if you have, it's like even more torture. Like you're eating this food and you barely taste it because you can't smell it. This oh. is too deep. Too deep. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. It's a very, it seems like a simple question, but it's <laughs> yeah. multi layered. <laughs> it's like an onion. <laughs> oh, God. Would you rather $1,000 for every pound you lose or 10000 for every pound you gain? <laughs> thousand. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Does that mean he loses more pounds than he gains? Because if he yeah, wants I'm, more money than he... Uh, if he has no summer. nose, he can't taste <laughs> food. <laughs> right. And if I talk like Jar Jar, you know, it's just going to yeah. be... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to gain, like, poor no, guy. no work at all to gain. You I know, see? and there's a much bigger payoff at the end of gaining, right? Like, there's a limit on how much you could lose. Yeah. That's true. Right? Right. Well, there's you have to no lose probably 10 I don't want to change your mind, but yeah. wrong <laughs> answer, right? <laughs> you have to lose one pound yeah. for every one pound you could gain, like, yeah. just to be even. Right. It's 10 to I guess one. either way, you'd be putting your life at risk. But. <laughs> yeah. It would yeah. take longer to die, though, I'd say, if you were to gain the weight, right? Versus I don't know. Like, yeah, but sorry. this isn't an annuity. You're not getting it every <laughs> month or something like that. Like, Okay. I'm so glad you have the next All one. Right. Wrong answer. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> would you lied. rather Would you rather wear jammers that are too loose or Speedos that are too tight? <laughs> speedos. Tight Speedos. Tight oh. Speedos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Show it off. Sport. Show off all that you, weight you lost. Do you, own, do you own Speedos? I don't anymore. Like briefs, Not anymore, right? No. We're talking? Yeah. So you graduated Same. out. I graduated out, yeah. But Which I, uh, I did wear Speedos to my first two tries. Oh, yeah. For the whole I thing, yeah, yeah, the whole thing. That's on the bike, on the bike, stop it! The you run. did, I did. Wow. So there's wow. actual like. How long was the race? A uh, sprint, so two sprints. Huh. I don't think they had tri shorts back then when I started. Yeah, because Jerry goes back. Yeah, it's like they, hold on. Let's not give away the, the meat of the, the show here. <laughs> let's hold on to these questions. <laughs> okay. Um, which leg of the race is your favorite in the swim bike run? My favorite is actually the swim. I'm the best at the bike, but favorite swim. Like the absolute best on the bike? Like or you're of the three, the best. Uh, okay. <laughs> I thought you said you were the best. Oh, oh no, 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 no. So what is your least favorite leg? Oh, man, that's a that's a tough call. Probably the run. Mm. Only because it sucks after the run after the bike. Running itself I enjoy, but not after the bike. Mm. Marilyn gets the last one. So imagine during that sprint that you wore a Speedo. If you. No, no, no. This is a 70.3. Well, I'm changing it to okay. him being in a Speedo. <laughs> Would you rather have a bike with a flat tire or a bike with no seat? Oh, my God. Not a flat, both flat tires. Oh, yeah, both, both flat, flat tires. tires. Or. Wow. Oh, my God. Or no seat and no bike shorts. <laughs> Let me think about that for a second. It's rapid yeah. fire. Uh, wait, wait, this is a sprint now? Yeah. Uh, okay. No, 70.3 oh, is the way it was written. Gosh. Two flat Probably tires. Probably no, no seat. <laughs> wait, does that mean that 
the stem cell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, forget yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, see, see, post is there. Oh, the post is there. Okay. Uh, so I would say the. Then definitely no C. <laughs> <laughs> Flat tires. All right. Yeah. All right. Fun. Good job, yeah. Jerry. You, uh, you survived. You Thank you. You scored uh, 13 to 2 in rapid fire. Failed so a good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> couple wrong, but otherwise pretty good. That was a good bad. episode. No, yeah. yeah. That's great. All right. our, our, our job is done. Yeah. Excellent. Get some pizza um, now? Yeah. <laughs> it is national. Not pizza after day. learning your lactose intolerance. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it stops him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How much time do we have after? Mm. What's what's the countdown from Ooh. eating a piece of pizza to pizza's a little longer. Yeah. Yeah. Ice cream's a quick one. Ice cream's a little bit quicker. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wonder. That's this is amazing content. It yeah. is. Your, your fans are going to learn a whole lot about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The people he interviewed, they're like, wait, what? This is the same guy? Yeah, so let's, good. before we get into, you know, so we're going to we're gonna focus, I think, a lot more on like your athletic endeavors and stuff as we talk about this sure. um, than the business side of things. But um, you you have your own podcast, so you want to pitch that a little bit and, and tell us, tell yes. our viewers a little bit. Thank you very much about that. that. Uh, the Beyond Physio podcast, uh, we basically wanted to provide a way to connect with uh, other people who are like us in our community, other business owners, uh, coaches and whatnot, um, who serve the the health wellness uh, realm and um, wanted to give them a platform to be able to promote their businesses, but also to learn about them and what their specialties are to be able to share with our community what they do so that we can co- basically do a cross-connect as well, yeah. collaboration. Uh, it's a big part of Next Level as a business. So I really believe that as we collaborate with other businesses, and other like-minded professionals so we can really benefit each other. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you have quite a wide, you've cast a wide net as far as the guests that you've had on. Yeah, absolutely. You know? We're trying to actually now organize things around particular themes. So we actually have uh, several interviews uh, regarding youth sports and specialization. Mm-hmm. Um, I do, do have a passion for that in particular because I do see a lot of kids who have these injuries where maybe if there were uh, a different way to train them, or a different way to manage that sport, especially because a lot of these sports are all year round. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can uh, create a different approach, maybe these kids can actually last longer and be less prone to injuries yeah. uh, along that way. And unfortunately, some of these kids will never see their dreams because of certain kinds of injuries. But um, there's a lot we can do to help educate parents and coaches and teams on how they can better care for their athletes. Yeah. So triathlons would be real good to get them into, right? Swim, bike, run. You Absolutely. spread it out across all the different <laughs> yeah, disciplines. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so how about you trying to describe yourself in three words? That was hard. Uh, thinking about that, uh, I would say the three that come to mind are caring, driven, and resilient. Mm. You want to go into any of those? Yeah, I would say, uh, resilience is the one that often comes to mind because I think just being a, an entrepreneur and a practice owner and for anyone who owns a business out there, you know, kudos to you. It's not easy. Uh, not everybody can do this. It's not made for everybody. But if you can uh, surround yourself with the right people mm-hmm. and stick to the why of why you started this, it'll help you get through those tough times. And there's a lot of valleys. I would say there are more valleys and peaks in being a practice owner. I wouldn't trade it in for the world. But it's uh, one of those things that um, I think that if you take this upon yourself to uh, do a business of any kind, it really does transform you as a person personally, uh, professionally, and hopefully financially. Mm-hmm. Do you think that as you kind of continue to grow as an entrepreneur and a businessman, do you think that the number of 
like, so what happens? Do you have less valleys and more peaks or do you still have the same number of valleys, but the peaks are higher? Like, cause it eventually, it has to, it has to be on your side of things, right? Exactly, it has to work yeah. out for you. Yeah. I would say, um, that's a, that's a great question. Um, in general, I would say that I handle the valleys better, uh-huh. if that makes sense. So yeah. I think that's where the resilience comes in. And the peaks do look bigger at times just because if you've been in a valley for a while, any little wind that you get, it's right. like, oh my God, I'm so glad this happened. So awesome. I think a lot of people around and our listeners want to know, like, what's your origin story? Tell how, us, um, with uh, Next Level or just health? No, about yeah. how health and shape and how you always stay healthy and, and what do you do? That's, that's your great. origin. I will, uh, to start off, I'm definitely an 80-20 person, so 80% of the time I'm, I'm pretty good and pretty disciplined, but 20% I have to live life, and I would say a lot of the reason why I like to work out is because I love to eat, mm-hmm. truthfully, and that's actually one of our core values uh, as a company. Like I, so. I, my, I only spend time with you and you're 20%. <laughs> you think especially. <laughs> that's funny. Um, it's funny, I was uh, when I grew up, I was actually pretty chunky. Uh, and at one point I was, well, I think it was like third or fourth grade where, you know, at five foot two with a 36, you were, th- you were five, two in third grade. <laughs> oh, that's so so just, just wondering. Yeah. Like, and, uh, I was a 36 inch waist. Really? Wow. Yeah. So by comparison now a whopping five, seven with a 30 inch waist. So. Now, uh-huh. there was a photo you showed me, too. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, how old were you in that one? That was right after uh, our kids were born, uh, pretty much within a year or two. So I was, that's my pregnant weight, you know. <laughs> will, will that go into Can our we show notes? That yeah, in we'll the get podcast? that. We need to put that picture So the funniest thing about that picture is that uh, when I show it to my friends, they're like, oh, is that Kim Jong-il? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, my God. God. That's, that's pretty racist. That's pretty bad. Yeah, right? <laughs> Especially about Koreans, very but, racist. But yeah. accurate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So um, I was heavy for a lot of my life. I was still very active, but I just love to eat. Yeah. And I think for me at different points, I've shared this in, uh, with other people where uh, I definitely had an emotional crutch with eating. And uh, because of different things that happened in my life, it became a way for me to deal with stress and deal with certain emotions. Mm-hmm. So I think that's uh, where um, a lot of that started. But I was still active throughout my life and I play a lot of sports and I'm grateful for my parents for providing me those opportunities. It wasn't probably until college where I just got a, a grip on kind of how I wanted to be moving forward. And that's when I started getting into cardio, into running, um, started supplementing my strength training with uh, the running. And that really changed my life. And that continued all through grad school. I was probably in the best shape uh, even through grad school. And uh, I went through my valley again, I'd say, uh, with food after, after the babies, honestly. Yeah. It was just like, I was like, always exhausted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had just opened a practice, uh, my first practice back then. And so eating late, not working out, working like a dog and trying to, you know, raise our kids uh, was very stressful. So uh, I put weight back on. And then a couple of years later, uh, through exercise and stuff like that, I was able to regain my health and fitness back. And it's been, uh, I guess, better sailing, more consistency since then. Mm -hmm. Do you still uh, struggle with like emotional eating and stress eating? No, it, I don't. I don't even know how I phased out of it, to be honest. But I was going to ask that because I think I'd kind of love to to hear. Yeah, <laughs> you do I that. think um, just because I've been handling stress better, even though there's more stress upon me right now with the with the four offices, uh, not using or have, getting into the habit of not having certain foods around at mm-hmm. night, especially was when I have the least amount of willpower. Yeah, has been really helpful as as a habit. And um, again, I think just being able to manage stress better has helped me to also control and have more discipline over that side of uh, of eating 
for emotional reasons. There's that whole uh, concept of diminishing willpower throughout the day. You're able to kind of be more willful oh, yeah. in the beginning of the day mm-hmm. and yeah. make better decisions. And then your strength in terms of making those decisions just as good at the end of the day falls off really sharply. I, I definitely agree with you. And one thing I've been doing differently over the last uh, several years has been eating dinner earlier mm-hmm. on average, probably around four, four thirty, And then really? I eat again until breakfast the next day. And, uh, Actually, I learned this to my daughter, Emily, for some reason. She's like, oh, you should eat earlier. And so we've we've been doing this. <laughs> it's actually been really kind of cool. I don't even feel like snacking. And I go to sleep earlier, too, now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just that the temptation is not as there anymore. <clears throat> Sounds like you're making your transformation into senior pretty well. So <laughs> 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 yeah. that was dinner. Hit, hitting up the early bird special. Early bird special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. by 7, 8. Well, I am getting <laughs> old, you know. I'm 48 this year. So you said you, um, so grad school, you were, you picked up cardio and running yeah, and then you'd opened up a practice at kids. When did you actually start getting into triathlon? It was actually in grad school. And it's funny the way it started was I had no concept of triathlon except for Ironman. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh my God, this race is massive. And I met this kid who was uh, a year younger than me um, or the class below us in grad school. And we're just talking and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, I do triathlon. I was like, you do Ironman? He's like, no, 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 no. There's no levels. Like, there's levels. So, yeah, there's a sprint, Olympic. So, I got really intrigued by this. And so, I was like, I could probably do a sprint, mm-hmm. right? And so, then I got into the pool. We had, uh, thankfully, we had the pool access at Columbia. So, I would swim. Then again, my bike, because I had a bike. And then I would just go for it. I was like, oh, this is so easy. This did so you know doable. how to swim then? I kind of did. So, I had a rough idea of, of uh, freestyle. I was sort of like wanting to get back, sort of to want to learn it again. I learned okay. it as a kid. So I just took it upon myself to try to learn it again. Um, definitely uh, for me, the swim was the hardest part always. Um, but from there, uh, I, I signed up for my first race, which was at Harriman. Okay. That's way back in the day with the uh, NYTC, so New York Triathlon Club, I think it was called. Sorry, my speedos, by the way. <laughs> so how many, how many years back are we talking here? This is 1990, 1999. Yeah. yeah, that was your first try. Yeah, or two thousand. <laughs> sorry, two thousand. My first try. Okay, nineteen ninety nine. First, I, I started finding out about try. So uh, from there, uh, they had, uh, basically after my first race, it was it became an addiction. I just Hooked. wanted to race. Oh my god, so mm-hmm. hooked! It's crazy. Yeah. I wanted everyone to do triathlon. It was like I, you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, we, oh, you're running. Oh, you got to do triathlon. You know, it's just one of those things. <laughs> well, speaking of. Is that, would you say that that's your gift to kind of see people have a, a talent or? Yeah, you know, it's funny. Um, I would say one of the things that I love about what I do as a physical therapist and even as a business coach for my clients is helping them, helping people see something about themselves that they never saw. And I was very fortunate to have people in my life going back from 1986 through uh, even current who saw something in me and saw qualities about me that I didn't acknowledge and see. And so when I see, when I get to meet people and really dive into them and kind of get to know them, I start seeing things about them. Like, you know, have you ever thought about this? You know, this kind of thing. And I get so excited about it. I think that's what becomes the superpower, the contagiousness of like, my God, I, like if Jerry believes I can mm-hmm. do it, then I should be able to do this. And that's carried over into every aspect of my life. Um, I had the fortune of having a life plan done with a friend of mine who does like life coaching and stuff like that uh, many years ago. And one of the things he drew my attention to was like, you know, Jerry, you're an amazing connector. And I was like, I never even thought about that. But that's when I, when I reflected on what he was saying, I, I could see evidence in my life where that was very apparent. And he also said, you're very good at mentoring. And so something teaching was always something in my blood. It's actually, we have a tradition, our, our family, everyone, 
it has been a teacher or has been a professor at some point. So I, I don't know if it's genetic or not, but I have to have, I, I seem to have some sort of, um, uh, I guess, uh, tendency towards that. Mm-hmm. But um, I think when I do sort of see that person in a certain light, it makes me want them to see that about themselves. And I just get super excited about them doing this thing. Yeah. Like, Greg. Do, do, do <laughs> tell. Say get? more words. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Go. With, with Greg, it was interesting because I think when I met you, you I knew you were some coach from your wife. Yeah. And I knew you were a ridiculous cyclist from your wife, too. And I was like, Greg, you got to do triathlon, man. Mm-hmm. So like, and then I think we had talked about how like running wasn't your strength at the time. But that excited me about Greg getting involved in that because I was like, oh, my God. Just, he has got two-thirds of the race down <laughs> for, for crying out loud. You know? So, um but yeah, I think that to answer your question, it's uh, seeing something inside of people that they don't see about themselves and helping them to express that in a way. And I don't get happy or excited for myself per se. Like, oh, I, I was the one who got them into whatever. Mm-hmm. It's more about I love when people uh, get excited about something that they start to get good at or that they haven't seen about themselves. And like, that's great. You're going to be even a better human being mm-hmm. than you are now. It's just uncanny how like you see like a tiny glimmer of something. Yeah. And like I had triathlon wasn't even on my radar. And then all of a sudden, you know, I'm swimming at a lake with you or you brought a bike over and I was like, I didn't even know what happened. It was just like, <laughs> it I went so from fast. like nothing to like, okay, I'm like doing this. But it is weird. Like you just very convincing. Yeah. I think that's, that's another superpower being persuasive. And when I think of being persuasive, I think of how can I help somebody do something that I know will benefit them rather than being manipulative, which is something that'll benefit me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So how <laughs> many of you guys have been roped into this by Jerry? You were, James, obviously. Yeah, 100%. Oh, right? yeah. Um, I think I'm easily impressionable, and I've told people this. <laughs> <laughs> if, you think? Like yeah. If, uh, someone, he just brought a bike, and next thing I know, I'm a triathlete. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like I, I could probably be in a cult. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Oh no. Like, just say the right thing. How do you know this there. is not a cult? Yeah, I was yeah, going to say this is yeah. getting a little cultish. I might take CrossFit for five, six years. That's and true. Say that's a cult. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. yeah. But now so, I'm in a new cult. So James, for you, that what was it that made you go from CrossFit to triathlon? Was it just that you felt like this was something you felt drawn to all of a sudden? Um. Well, one of the kind of final phases of CrossFit is try a new sport. Yes. And so you know, I, I had done CrossFit for you know five, six years and was getting comfortable with the the both the like style of fitness and like the sport of fitness. And then I was like, oh, I want to try it, use that as training for something else. And yeah. so the first thing actually you also sucked me into was Spartan races. Yes, that's right. Like you just said, let's go do a Spartan race and it signed me up for a Spartan race. And I think that got me into the running. But yeah. it, I think it was just um like the Spartans was like this challenge. I think I like to like uh chip away at something yeah. that seems impossible yes. like in my head and just chip away, chip away, chip away. And then all of a sudden you're done. Yeah. And I guess that maybe, maybe that was what kind of triggered my interest in triathlon. Cause I did like, I also thought it was like, Oh, these, these are just Ironman races, this hugely, you know, immense race. That's like impossible seeming. I was like, it'd be so cool to just mm-hmm. chip away. Mm-hmm. I think that's just how my mind works. So yeah. I guess you, maybe you saw that little opening and yeah, pounced on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're also kind of a person where you deep dive to things once you get interested. And so I was like, I know, James, if he starts to taste this, he's going to like <laughs> go down that rabbit hole and never come out. So Next thing little... you know, it went from him bringing a bike to James owning a bike. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now James so owning several more bikes. bikes. <laughs> exactly. I was looking at another bike again. Oh, no, no. Same one, the same one. Oh, oh no. And I was like, told, I told my wife, I was like, oh, it's like, she's like, you can't get another bike unless you get rid of your bikes. I was like, oh, so that's. 
Kind of so a yes. Permission. <laughs> I think you just got permission. Like, well, all right, I, I got to figure out how to make it happen. <laughs> well, all you have to do now is sell your bike. That's, Trade it in. That's yeah. Wheels are turning in my there head. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to cool off though. I got to just stop. And then, um, so I'm going to kind of change one of these questions up a little bit because we've we've hit on these that you you have this skill to see things in people and stuff like that. I've never seen you get it wrong. The, pe- the people, <laughs> yeah. the people who you've surrounded yourself with that I've also had contact with, are always good people. I've never seen you mess up with in in that regard. Is there a mess up that you're you want you can talk about that we like? You know what I mean? Like oh, I, I, I kind of want to hear. A, yeah. I want to see her like, oops, I got this one wrong. You don't see them. When the they, superpower they, fails, they disappear. <laughs> they, drowned, <laughs> they drowned on the swim. That's, that's yes. right. exactly. He's like, hey, come do a triathlon. And then yeah, yeah. they don't make it through the swim. Oh, okay, I was wrong on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I would say very far and few for sure. Yeah. Um, there are a couple people where uh, they got past my radar and uh-huh. they presented themselves in a certain way. And after getting to know them and and seeing them in private and sort of like one on one, yeah, definitely not, yeah, the person that they portray themselves to be. Right. And that was like, oh my gosh, I never would have known that. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, those people are not in my life right now. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, you're you're very good. You have a pretty high batting average when it comes <laughs> Thank to you. that stuff. Um, what do you think your uh, fitness goals for this year are going to be? I was told I need to do Wilmington. Yes. Oh. 70.3. Told by who? Let, let's discuss. Told by all of you. Talk about. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, it's funny. I And uh, Greg being one of my coaches, uh, I had, I was probably in the best try shape I've been in a long time. So thank you, Coach Greg. You came back a little bit, what, a year and a half ago? Yeah. To, to multi-sport post-COVID. Exactly, yeah, post-COVID. And then you had a pretty good record when you, you did... What, yeah. we get an age group win, I think so, second yes. place in yeah. a 5K yeah. like nice. a couple weeks later. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so when are you so going to start back, training? Yeah, back to the original <laughs> I, I, question. Training. I, does, I, does, for, for triathlon, for Does James for need to switch his king-size bed to two queens? It is two queens, though. I was like, I like to have the, like, did you get my extra bed. We did get my my sleeping bed and my whatever extra so bed. So it's settled. Here. You have a place to stay. Yeah, you could stay with me. Oh, or, Amazing. Jerry, I could put you in an Airbnb with a creepy lady. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's that story? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, last weekend when um we went down to North Carolina to do the indoor try, mm-hmm. Jerry's like, oh, I'll get you an Airbnb. It's like much closer. I was like, oh, Airbnb. And I saw the pictures. It looked really nice. This amazing looking house, kitchen. <laughs> And then I started reading the fine print letters, like, oh, like you have access to this and upstairs is off limits. I was like, wait a minute, am I like staying with somebody? Like <laughs> and then it was. It was like I never I've never someone. done an Airbnb before. So I was like the person I had to like there. knock on the door and she was oh, there, God. like she opened the door for me. Like, like I'm here very to nice stay lady. in your basement. But I was I was like worried at night. I was like, Oh my god, is my it door locked? What's the lotion? <laughs> <on this kid? laughs> oh my I hope she's not listening, but she's very nice. But I was it was a very nice place. Very nice place. Very <laughs> yes, it was. Thank you. Yeah. It's a different experience. <laughs> it was a different experience. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. So sign up. Yeah. I guess I have to. What kind of training are you doing right now? Right now, for the last uh, eight months, I've been really focusing on strength training. I haven't done that in a long time. And I just started getting, I was getting back into it just because I was out of convenience more because mm-hmm. I didn't have to you know, go swim, bike, or run or prepare for that and schedule my day around it. 
And then after having opened the third practice, my time got even more limited. So I was like, you know what? Let me just get back into this. And I it reignited my passion for for lifting and, and just regular fitness. Maybe um, Imam, you can quickly answer this question because we've yeah. had this at this table before. Mm-hmm. Strength oh, training or no? Let it go. Strength training or? Or no strength training. Strength training. For uh, endurance athletes. For endurance athletes, for sure. Now, I always like to defend Greg. Greg's not you against don't have to. it. He's it's not fine. against it. Yeah. It's just if you only have a certain amount of time is what is his perspective, mm-hmm. I think. Is that? <laughs> I also like the way I was feeling with the strength training, too. It was like filling in my shirts again as sure. far as like any muscle size. Yeah. That's, I, was like, oh, I wasn't arguing against that point. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> how did... So you, you focused on the strength training. When was yeah. the last time prior to that that you'd focused on strength? Oh, and it's probably been like real serious yeah. for a couple of years, actually, because I was really still doing more triathlon stuff. Have you learned anything about as you've gotten older, like things that work for you as you get a little bit older versus the way you were able to handle it 10, 12 years ago? For, for strength training? Or yeah. For, yeah, I found that um, before I was more concerned about getting as many reps and getting as many sets in a certain period of time, mm-hmm. like AMRAPs and stuff like that. But what I found now, especially as I get a bit older... Just focusing more on technique and really good form. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've actually uh, enjoyed more um, and really appreciating more, I should say, um, and feeling the benefit of that too. And being careful because I feel as I'm getting older, I definitely have to have more warm up time and more mobility work before I start. That's some of the realization that I came to. Mm-hmm. But by doing so, I've been, you know, thankfully injury free from that and still doing some high intensity stuff. Um, and pushing myself still just as hard, but making sure that I do what I need to do on the prep side to avoid injuries. Is there a particular type of strength training that, that you really focus on? I think it just comes down to like using, like I said before, using kettlebells. So whether it's, I, I love swings. I love uh, deadlifts with kettlebells. Um, I love just using the kettlebell itself. It's a very versatile and uh, space saving. Like you don't need, you just mm. need what, uh, two by two feet of space. Um, so I think that's, pretty much what I like to do. Um, but I like doing that with high intensity stuff as well. So I'll do some kettle work and maybe do some jump rope and a quick row and kind of make a circuit out of that. And and is there cardio in, in there or do you keep them separate or what do you do? Uh, depends on the day. These days, the classes, I'm actually taking some classes and there's there are strength days and there are more cardio focused days. So I guess a little combination. One On one day, I'll do cardio. One day, I'll do strength. When I was training with Greg, um, one of the things I asked me, hey, like, I do want to still maintain some lifting while I'm in there. So we built that, built that into the program. And uh, when I had time, that was great because I would just do a heavy lift and then go into like a swim or a bike or a run. Mm-hmm. So I found that was like, kind of cool. But then I was also taking time away from focusing on the things. So. And then you're, would you oh, do nutrition? Do you do nutrition during strength training, before, after? What's kind of your plan around that? Uh, typically with strength training, I especially these days, I'll actually eat more calories just to maintain the muscle size and hypertrophy. And um, I make sure that my protein is really high as far as what I didn't take uh, calorically on the macros. Um, usually I'll eat more after than I will before just because I just don't feel uh, as good or as, uh, I guess, spry, I guess if you could say, <laughs> after eating and then going into heavy workout. When you were doing your triathlon stuff, was your you know, like nutrition and hydration dialed in do you keep up with that as you're doing your um, pretty dialed in yeah um as i get back into it as i will get back into it <laughs> um I, I what was successful for me was having some nutrition usually 
um, some sort of protein with uh, carb combination, especially on the long workouts, and then afterwards following up with a lot more protein as well and some carbs. So that's basically it, yeah. More whole foods-based, I would say, than anything. What's your go-to protein meal? Oh, my gosh. Um, usually it's chicken. But um, I, I've especially in the summertime with, when we're grilling and stuff like that, it's usually more red meat. Mm. Yeah. Did did you um get your sweat test back and did you find it different than what you thought you'd be? I was surprised. I cuz yeah, because I was I think 700 something, 770. Mm. But man, I see sweat marks on my hat and shirts all the time, so it was really uh, curious. Mm. And I hydrate pretty well, so uh, that that's what made me very curious. Did you ever have cramping problems? Yes. Definitely. Mm. Um usually from the bike to the run transition. That was like my always my arch like getting off the bike and changing yes, stuff up. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. But you said you're the best on the bike, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he wasn't the best that's on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't feel like my triathlon. I mean, it's probably the same for a lot of triathletes. Where I, I definitely don't feel like my triathlon run is representative of what I can do without having biked before. I yeah. always feel that way too. Oh my god, yeah, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. Especially the first mile. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, basically I feel like I'm, you know, walking on peg legs. It's like, oh, my God, I'm going to get past this. Like a newborn giraffe. Yes. <laughs> it's a great analogy. That paints a great picture. Yeah. Yeah. So are you actually thinking about getting back into the multi-sport stuff or is it just peer pressure that you're saying yes <laughs> yes to us because we're all sitting here staring at you? Uh, probably peer pressure. No. Yeah. Um, I think because uh, triathlon was such a, an important part of my life, it helped me get over drowning uh, an accident. Uh, whoa, 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 drowning. Whoa, whoa. Oh, <laughs> so casual. Yeah, about we got to go yeah. back. Can to we that? go back? Yes. Yeah. Where's that? I'm like, yeah, I didn't <laughs> see that. <laughs> on our so, 1987 summer, I was, uh, I guess it was going to be seventh grade then. Uh, my brother and I, actually, what happened was we were in Florida with a whole bunch of our uh, family friends. And we went to a beach, I think it was Cocoa Beach, and we went after hours, after 5 o'clock, so there were no lifeguards. So my brother went out into the water, and he got he got pulled out into this toe. And I just didn't even think twice. I went with a shirt, and I just ran into the water, and we both got caught out there. How old were you? Oh, my God. So I was like, what, 7th uh, grade? So that's like Oh, 7th grade. 12, I missed 12, 13, that. around mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And we get, we, I mean, I didn't know what to do at the time either. I'd never been caught in Riptide. So we get we kept getting pulled out further and further, farther and farther, and I was like, my, I'm, I'm, this is like my this last day. And I was definitely destined for death that day. And you guys are next to each other at this point. Yes, and like I'm trying to push him forward. He's younger or older? He's younger. Than you? Yeah, two years younger. Um, so I'm trying to push him forward. He's coming back. And it was like my brother remembers this too. Like I was laughing out of panic. Yeah, because I didn't know what else to do. Mm. And out of the blue, these surfers came. And they pulled us to to the shore. And had it not been for those surfers, we definitely would have drowned that day. Wow. So wow. I didn't go in the water for about, uh, so another 10 years later. Mm-hmm. Just ha- always having like panic attacks, trying to th- even thinking about going in the water. Yeah. Any and kind of water or just ocean? Open water, yeah. Okay. Ocean especially yeah. and any kind of open water. So actually it's funny because as I was training for the triathlon, I hadn't been in the open water since that time. And the week before Harriman, I just happened, I was, let me just go to Lake Sabago and just mm-hmm. try to dip in. Spoke to a lifeguard. He gave me his life buoy and you can go past the ropes. And within five minutes, I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, I, this is a big mistake. Oh my God, what yes. am I doing? <laughs> so, you know, I got out of the water and that week before the race, I'm thinking this was a big mistake. 
And I got to the race, and it was a mass start. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, no. oh my Everyone's god, favorite! I know, oh right? It's crazy. God. And I'm like, this is maybe this is the idea. I know it's one that you know this is really you know yeah, very sure. panicky. But I got through the 300 meter swim, and this moment of like triumph, like oh my god. And that's for me. That's I think that's why triathlon is so important. It was a big milestone for me sure. to get past that. Yeah, that's huge. a huge, yeah. huge yeah. experience huge. to overcome. Yeah, yeah. and so, ever since then, it's I've been okay swimming in the ocean. and Everything mm-hmm. too. What What do you do if you get pulled out in a riptide? You're supposed to swim parallel, parallel to the parallel. beach. Yeah. yeah, get out of that current, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or get some really good training, like a swim, like a swim treadmill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, James! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't a, know where we a, go from there. It's a pretty, hope, <laughs> it's a pretty hopeless feeling being in a, in yeah. a rip current. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've, yes. I've gotten caught in oh. one. Yeah. Oh, you have? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but luckily I knew kind of, I don't know, from a young age, my dad always said, if anything ever you get pulled out, just start swimming along. Yeah. I don't know. He just yeah. said start Wise swimming words. along. And I, and I just, I don't know, somehow I remember that. Wow. Wise words. Um, So staying on a positive topic, can you tell us maybe about <laughs> your worst raced experience? Oh, my God. Was it a mass start? <laughs> <laughs> it might have been Ironman 69.3. <laughs> oh, they make those races? <laughs> <laughs> it was the Poconos inaugural 70.3 where they actually had to take out the swim. Oh. And my friend and I, we did the race together and we're driving over the bridge. We're like, I can't believe we have to swim in this. It, it was in the Delaware River? In the Delaware. In oh. the Delaware. And it was just like. What time of the year was it? I want to say it was like uh, late September, early okay. October, maybe around there. So did they get a lot of rain and you're getting all the runoff and it's just like mud? mud not only that, it was like the, the current was ridiculous. Would have been like, a fast swim time though. Would have been, <laughs> been, yeah. But what ended, what ended up happening, they had a massive temperature drop. So it was actually sleeting. Oh my God. 38 degrees. All I have is my freaking sing- <laughs> uh, <okay>. my uh, singlet, <laughs> and I happen to pack some glo- like like uh, cotton gloves. Uh-huh. That's all I have. Oh <laughs> my god! So I was like, "This is a bad, bad thing." And I hadn't really trained properly for the bike, but I was like, "I I did twenty miles. I should be able to do fifty. What year was this? This is oh my god, twenty fifteen, sixteen, something like that. Yeah, yeah." Um, I was, no, no, I'm sorry. That was like 2006, 2007, around there. Oh, yeah. okay. I was so, going to say, I didn't even know they had a Pocono. Yo, so they did the one, which is a fiasco. There's terrible accidents the whole day. Some guy mm-hmm. I heard um, from one of the EMTs, he actually ripped his face off, oh, having oh slid God. on the sleet. <laughs> Doesn't sound oh, like something you should no, be able to do. Exactly. I, I thought Isn't we that couldn't a John go lower <laughs> than the previous story. <laughs> yeah. He takes oh the face. Oh, my God. And yeah. Joey's like, you got to do triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the coolest sport ever. And so, um, what I'm having? Oh, so it's 38 degrees, and oh my god! So it was so bad. I hadn't been, I hadn't prepared. I didn't bring nutrition. Oh. And god. then I had my speed fill, and the speed fill fell off. So I had no hydration. So I'm like, I'm just gonna, yeah, you know, I'll be fine. It's a disaster. It was a disaster. Yeah. And then, oh my god, great mile 30. I'll never forget this. We're going up. I'm climbing up this like little hill to turn around, and they stop traffic, and my quads just lock Locked up. up. Oh. And I'm on, like, literally holding on the guardrail, like, oh, my God, I can't move. And you still <laughs> have 26 move. miles to go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, so I'm there, like, this feeling. is bad. This is really bad. And after a few minutes, I could see, actually, I could see my quads, like, literally yeah. contracting. It was just, like, it was bizarre. So I somehow climb off the bike, and I'm just massaging my quads. And I walk up the bike, 
try to resaddle and they just go again. I'm like, oh my God, it's so bad. Oh my God. <laughs> and so then I end up like trying to trying to continue on the race. And at one point, um <laughs> I saw someone's Gatorade bottle on, on the ground. So here we go down another yeah. series of jokes. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that's how, that's how I got started. cold sores. <laughs> <laughs> so I climb off the bike and I'm going to reach it. And then I start going to like hypothermia. So I'm like, oh, really bad. Really bad. I, I, I was like literally shivering. And I go, this is like, I'm, I'm dead. I'm, I'm going to die again. And somehow, again, again um, by, by the grace of the Lord, uh, this EMT, um, I guess the ambulance was, uh, they're trailing the race. They come out. They see me shaking like I'm having like a convulsion, right? Mm-hmm. And they're trying to like blanket me and like whatever. I'm in the in the ambulance, just like shaking away. Still trying to grab the key. Exactly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing that was happening was they actually took the distilled water that they had inside, and I was just chugging that down like oh, no tomorrow. My God. And uh, one of the EMTs was this big burly man, and he's like, now he's like trying to keep me warm. So he's like, come here. So he's like hugging me from behind, like, oh my god, this feels good, but it's really weird. And like, <laughs> this is how we do it in the Poconos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm in there for about half an hour, 45 minutes. Oh, wow. And That's a long hug. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, oh, this is crazy. Maybe it felt that way. I don't know. And I was, they're like, you know, what do you want to do? I'm like, I think I have DNF. I was like, oh. and I was just so like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, my God, I let my kids down. Like, oh, my God, your dad's a loser. It's just like all this stuff. It's just like this crazy, like negative self-talk. And one of these, uh, I guess one of the um, uh, people in the crowd they saw me like, hey, listen, like my house is right down over there. You're, you're welcome to wait in there until after they come pick you up. So I'm walking down, I'm like walking my bike, you know, doing the walk of shame. We go inside and I'm like, I'm in the blankets on her rocking chair. <laughs> her kids come down to like, heck? <laughs> strange Asian man in my house that's, you know, eight in the morning. In Micra. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? And so then there I'm, they, they had, had some chips. I, hey, you want some chips? I'm like, yeah. So I started downing the chips. And within half an hour, I felt like unbelievably amazing. I was like, oh my God, I can finish a race. And <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> I was like, There's I, a guy I, I with his face on <laughs> <laughs> I got to beat him. <laughs> so I said, I'm, I'm, I'm good. So um, I get on the bike and I guess... I don't know if the ambulance came after to pick me up or the uh, the, um, the 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 bike crew to pick you up to DNF, but past them, I ended up finishing being able to finish the bike, which is amazing. Yeah, and then I got off the bike and I'm <laughs> getting ready to go for the run. And, you know, the crowd's right there. I'm like going all of a sudden, my legs. <laughs> oh my god! Are you kidding me? I thought- did you just fall over? I, just, I, I literally felt, I was like, oh my God, it's crazy. People are like, hey, you came in? They're throwing salt pills out of I'm like, oh my God, like, trying to get it down. I couldn't even swallow. But um, so I ended up like walking, just like trying to massage my legs and walking. So for 13 point, you know, 13.2, oh right? I'm like walking, jogging, eating whatever salt pills they gave me and like stuff like that. And I finished. <laughs> Seven hours and fifty six minutes. Oh my god! Oh, my oh I was like one of the last people done. I, if you, I actually, I, I think you go back in time. You can see me like my amazing. Yeah, the results. <laughs> they live forever, right? Yeah. yeah, but that by far was the worst race of my life, and I think because that's of the that, worst race of my life. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. There is nothing oh redeeming. About that. Yeah. Nothing, man. Oh my god! I thought so, we weren't going to top the swimming experience. Yeah. With this. <laughs> So after going through that, though, 
Did you Why feel you like ever every want race? to do it again? No, I don't think I would ever, ever no. do it again. Well, since then, I never did 70.3. And oh. anytime oh, somebody brings it this up, year. exactly. Every time somebody brings it up, I'm like, oh, I, I'm good. I'm good. So it's definitely a, some PTSD there. That sounds like it's a similar situation where you had to get over the fear of drowning. Yes. Like, not every 70.3 is going to be like that. This right. is true. It's, it's an irrational fear. It's yeah. an irrational fear. Was, uh, it, was it raining or like hailing the whole time? It was raining the whole race. The whole freaking race. I mean, in the beginning, it was all sleet. So it was, it was crazy. Well, uh, the good news is Wilmington will be warm. Fast <laughs> <laughs> so. swim. Can you guarantee yeah. that? Yeah. I, I heard it's amazing swim, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Someone said tw- you can go sub 20. Yeah. Sub 20? Like oh, actually, swimmer. Greg, it's crazy. I had this guy who never did triathlon in his life. He was uh, training with us on the swim. And, I mean, he was, I mean, he was basically doing, like, breaststroke. Uh-huh. And he did a 19 minute. Oh my god! 1.2 at Wilmington. At Wilmington, I was like, "How did you do the 1.2?" I was like, "That's crazy!" Wow. So Jerry tells me this, and I'm still gonna swim 40 minutes <laughs> <laughs> with so, a wetsuit on. I'm gonna be so disappointed. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I thought I was gonna fly on you." Oh man. <laughs> it sounds like just a lazy river. You just yeah. sit there and float and just exactly. eat chips and stuff. Yeah. And just streamline. Amazing. But so Jerry, you, you go through that horrible race. Yeah. I mean, after that. Any sprint or Olympic, you must have been like, it can't oh, be any worse than this. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I'm amazed you came back for more. I, like, I, 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 don't think I might I... have put my bike up for sale before <laughs> I even got home. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Well, I, actually, the the good thing about that was because I did finish it. Um, I wanted. I was like on my way home. I was like, you know, this is story I can show my girls that you know, all through all the worst that comes at you, you can always persevere through that. So. And did they care, or were they just? Were they were. Uh, they were surprised, and they laughed at the big burly man hugging their father, <laughs> <laughs> who was convulsing from hypothermia. So, uh, what's it gonna? T- it's like, what will it take to make you do Wilmington seventy point three? Like, what would it take? This is really just an intervention. I thought he, right? I thought he already so said I think he, he was just going said to. he's gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, right. why are you asking? I did say this? racing. I didn't say seventy point three. I mean, what will it take though? It's on the record. I, that's a great question. Greg, do you think it's too late for me to start? No, oh gosh, James no. hasn't even. No, it's. Yeah. I feel like every time I hear about Jerry doing a triathlon, like he didn't even have it in his like plan or mind. And then somebody says it to him like three weeks before. And yeah. he's like, yeah, I think I could do that. And then he just goes. <laughs> and, I've, I've never met somebody who's more of a race day performer than Jerry. Like, oh, man. Because when like, like I got to see your files and yes. what you did and like, you would put up your numbers and I'd look at your stuff and I'd be like, okay, cool. We're on the right track. We're improving. We're seeing this kind of stuff. We're seeing this. And then you send me the file from race day and I'm like, there was nothing. Different person. There was nothing <laughs> in the eight weeks leading up to this that would make me say, this is what's going to happen so on he's, race day. He's more like banger. a 99, 1%. 99% <laughs> happens he's all a, other times. He's a, grower, he's a grower, not a shower. Like, <laughs> oh, I don't know where that came from. <laughs> but like race day, you... Showed up and I was like, man, where did, like, you just can go deeper, I think, when there's, you know, yeah. the clock is running and it's an official thing. Yeah, there's something about that. And it's just that. like, man, you can. So tell us about that. What is it that you dig out? Like, what makes you go that to that extra next level? Is it just level? a competition? Yeah, what is it? competition is part of it. Yeah. And just like, let me just see how far I can push it. Yeah. And there's that little voice that comes in there. It's like, oh my God, well, how far can you push this? Yeah. How far can you take it? And so that just started going and going and going. Yeah. And you think you have like reached potential like around limits or you think you've got more? I still got more for yeah. sure. 
I think that's that's where we're getting at. That's the answer yeah. you needed for what's going to take. <laughs> he knows he's got more. Yeah, I think if my uh, time constraints weren't so much, I would be that much more willing to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit tough right now with the with the offices and stuff like that. So, yeah. um, and my uh, uh, client coaching business right now too. So, we're I'm going to see how I can do, and maybe I have to consult with Greg, <laughs> see what's actually doable between now and and Wilmington. So, so I'm not saying no. How about that? That's a good answer. Which is, which is answer, actually different answer. than it was a month ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a month ago, I was like, I ah, forget about it. Just remember, the whole team is listening. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll be having weekly updates from here on. Right. Until the yes. We'll have I like the jury it. watch. And <laughs> the Godfather <laughs> doing <laughs> Wilmington. Oh, it's going to be a whole episode. Oh, yeah. my goodness. That'd be crazy. And then to kind of wrap things up. Um, so you told us about your worst experience ever. Mm. Um how about one of the most satisfying or rewarding experiences? It, and, you know, it doesn't have to specifically be about triathlon or the mm-hmm. community or whatever, but just what's race, you know, vibe that you've ever had. Before he gives that answer, I'd be surprised if he says that same race. Coming across the that finish line. That guy me. I was just so, I felt so, those, I never felt so comfortable. Finishing that race love. had to be satisfying. Right. Those 45 Sorry. minutes finishing in the ambulance. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. That's true. Actually, because I've never DNF'd. Even that was the one race I would have DNF'd, but I made it through. So that was actually really kind of cool. Was I it think- the hug or the chips? <laughs> you think which which was more responsible for letting you finish? Oh my god, it's had definitely the combination. But I think it was the chips. <laughs> I think yeah. it was the chips. <laughs> some salt, some, some salt. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I think my most satisfying race was uh, the New York City Tri, the Olympic. Mm. I think it was probably one of my best race performances um, ever. Um, definitely having the current on the Hudson was a huge thing for my swim for sure. But uh, biking on the uh, the West Side Highway was an amazing experience. That's and be I had cool. one of yeah. yeah one of my best bike times too. And my run was actually I think one of my best for an Olympic. I, th- mm-hmm. I think it was in low sevens for that race. So that was really kind of cool. Mm. Um, but I think what I love about triathlon as a whole is just the community of people. You know, everyone. I think there's something to be said about suffering with other people uh, through sweat. And um, when everyone, we all sort of we're all in the same season of things. Obviously, there's an off season too to triathlon, but um, it's nice being able to have that community of people who are like minded mm-hmm. and who are really engaged in physical activity because that is part of the vision of uh, Next Level, and uh, that's what I love about it. And what I love most about um, just being engaged with other athletes in sport is is the people just trying out. So for us, uh, the indoor try that we did down in North Carolina last week, what was really exciting was seeing how many newbies. For the first time, I think more than half the people there had never done anything like this. And I remember one of the moms, um, she's a little older. Her son was in London. He was doing his first try this year. And that inspired her to do her first try, you know, even though it was indoors. And that to me was really kind of cool. It's like yeah. you're doing something that's different. You're, you're going to hit a new, you know, you're going to hit a new level for yourself by just by doing this. And she was so grateful afterwards. And she was so excited. And I was like, so what's next? She was like, what do you mean? It's like, well, what do you do next? It's like, <laughs> I guess I have to do another race. Yeah, you have to do another race now. <laughs> exactly. And that's how it starts. That's awesome. Um, anybody else have any other questions for him? Things that aren't? No, we've tortured him no. enough. We've tortured him <laughs> enough. <laughs> that was a lot of I think we might have laughed more than we've laughed on any, any other podcast. That's been great. Jerry, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and spending the evening with us. I know it's late and you like to go to bed early, but... Uh, <laughs> 
to, to keep yourself up a little bit longer. We really appreciate it. Oh, man, it's, it's a pleasure to be part of this community. And, and I'm so excited and proud of our um, people here who have uh, taken on this quad pod um, and seeing this grow. So uh, I'm really happy to be part of it. Yeah, awesome. Um, so that's all we got for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And we'll keep good stuff coming for you. Uh, thanks, everybody. And have a great week. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the Next Level Quad Pod. We really appreciate you spending time with us and listening to everything that we have to offer. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review and a rating. Those little things go a long way towards us being able to bring you more content like this. If you'd like to learn more about what we have to offer, please go to our website at goteamnltry.com. There, you can find out about all the different things we provide that can help you reach your athletic potential. Thank you again for finding time in your busy schedule to spend some time with the Quad Pod.